I recently received a letter that was very telling to me. A letter where I saw a pattern or patterns. It was a letter from me to myself from three years ago. This is my inner torch. Welcome to podcast number 11. My gosh, where do the podcasts go? Number 11 of this series as we continue our journey, trying to understand the borderline, trying to understand our interactions. And so it brings me to a thought that I wanted to share with you, uh, actually a letter I wanted to share. Uh, I'm not going to go into the details of the letter, but I've been using a website called futureme.org. Now I have no affiliation with them whatsoever. You can check them out. It's futureme.org. And this is a website where you can actually send letters to yourself from the past into the future. And I've been doing this probably since 2008, just sending myself letters, a snapshot in time. And I'd forgotten that I wrote a letter to myself from three years ago. And what was shocking to me was that nothing has changed in my relationship with my UBPD wife of almost 19 years. It is essentially a reminder that I was in the same relationship then as I am now. And what has happened, I think, in my relationship and my marriage with my wife is that now what's happened and where she's detached from me, she's splitting, I'm in the black. uh, And she has even told me this, that the only way that she can deal with me is the fact that she's removed all emotion. So essentially, she's removed all the obligations that would come with a normal couple, uh, meaning love, intimacy, um, you know, things that people expect or things that people want from a relationship have been removed. And now what is left is essentially just the, I guess, the the framework of a marriage of convenience or perhaps a business arrangement in the mind of my wife. So, you know, it's it's a struggle. And do you find yourself in this circumstance where you see patterns of behavior, I can safely say that all the letters that I have sent from 2008 to the present, which is 2020, are pretty much the same theme. Me recognizing that I'm dealing with somebody who's dysfunctional, me recognizing that I'm dealing with somebody who's dysregulated, me that is recognizing that perhaps I'm not getting anything out of this relationship, that I'm being Uh, that my needs are being neglected, that they are being overlooked, that I am being abused. And you may say from the outside looking in, well, gosh, then why do you even persist? Why do you keep up with this relationship? And my answer to you is, I don't know. What does it say about me? And if you've listened to past podcasts of mine, you will see that 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 is a common underlying question. And it is a question that I will pose to you, because if you are dealing with a borderline, if it's a sibling, if it's a significant other, if it's a father, mother, grandparent, why do we go through what we go through? Why do we seek their love and admiration? And I mean, I guess it's different when you look at it, if it's your mother, if it's your father with BPD, uh, if it's a grandparent, if it's a sibling, this is a family you know, a family connection. It's a family member. So perhaps the dealing or the continuance of dealing with this person is kind of, um, I guess, expected 
kind of, you know, it's your brother, it's your sister, it's your mother, it's your father. You can't choose your relatives, that's as the saying goes. But when it comes down to dealing with somebody who is a significant other, perhaps a, a girlfriend, boyfriend, a wife or a husband, why do we choose to remain? So I can see a pattern. I can see my coming out, the wool being pulled from my eyes as I kind of evolve and I become more aware of what I'm dealing with. But I become aware of what I'm dealing with, but I continue to deal with it. And is it because, is it because we want something that the borderline will not give us? Is this the typical scenario of wanting something that we can't have? Do I want to be rich? Do I want to be wealthy? Knowing that perhaps that's something I will never have, but the desire doesn't go from that, that wish. So would it be safe to say that the reason I remain in this relationship is because I just, I, I, I want something that my borderline wife cannot give me love respect, you know, maybe that's why I'm still in the relationship because I'm on a quest knowing full well, knowing full well that more than likely, in fact, I can almost go so far to say that it won't happen. And so again, I bring up all the bulletin boards out there that deal with people who are dealing with a borderline mother, father, sibling, husband, wife. The theme is always there. We continue to love them. We continue to want them, but they don't want us. They hurt us. They go off and they hang out with other people. They take up with other people. They, they, they hurt us. So why do we do it? MyInnerTorch at gmail.com. Oh, well, you knew I was going to say that. MyInnerTorch at gmail.com. Let me know your thoughts on that. I've received a lot of, I've received a lot of correspondence of people saying, yeah, you know what? I don't know why I'm in this relationship. I don't know why I stay. I don't know why I remain. But it makes me wonder, is it because we are seeking something that we know we can't have? Does that, the, the thrill of the chase, as they say. Or is it because we are caretakers, because we feel that we want to take care of this person? We want to protect them from themselves, from the world. Why do we do it? I pose that question to you because I really don't have a definitive answer. I kind of sort of know why I do it, because there's a there's a statement or a line, perhaps, from a Shakespeare play to thine own self be true. If I ever wanted to have a tattoo, perhaps that's what I would tattoo on my body to thine own self be true. What does that mean? That means don't change yourself to be true to yourself. So I guess, you know, when I can be a armchair quarterback and say, why do you put up with the abuse? Well, I guess we're all being true to ourselves. Perhaps we are rescuers, perhaps we are caretakers, perhaps, well, perhaps we just want to show the borderline in our lives that we are not bad people. And in so the world is not a bad place, but understand this, the borderline 
only sees what they think they see. It is frequently a delusion. It is frequently manufactured. This is why they gaslight us. This is why they tell us things in their mind that they believe to be true that may have never, ever happened. Or they take things out of context. They belittle us. They split us. They paint us as black. You see, I've never had the opportunity of the yin-yang situation, the weather vane, which I've talked about in earlier podcasts, where my wife is just unbelievably loving and then she turns cold. My wife is frequently just cold, unfiltered, speaks her mind, seems to think that that's okay, seems to think that that means she's honest. And understand this, a borderline is never wrong. They don't see reason. They don't see gray. They see black or white. And frequently it will be against whatever you say you believe. They will say precisely the opposite. So coming back to the letters of the past, do you see patterns in your relationship? Do you see yourself orbiting, being an emotional satellite of the borderline? Do you see yourself spinning around in an orbit that is endless And with it comes, of course, the emotional abuse and neglect. So I'm not necessarily telling you you should stay or you should go. Because if anything, I should be honest to myself. I continue. I continue to be who I am. I allow myself to be who I am. And now I can safely say that I stand on my two feet. I see the gaslighting for what it is. And I don't buy into it. Perhaps I've come another step from eight years ago when I started writing, or excuse me, actually 12 years ago when I started writing letters to myself. Maybe you should try that. Futureme.org. Again, they don't sponsor this podcast, but check out the site. Maybe write a letter to yourself, a check-in, set it for one year from now. Or in my case, I set that particular letter that I received from three years ago. And nothing, nothing has changed. Everything has remained the same, except my relationship is now without obligation. My wife doesn't feel obligated in any way to try and be something that she's not, something that she was many years ago, the person that I thought I was falling in love with. But remember, love bombing, look it up, Google it. It is part of the borderline personality disorder. It is part of what they do. It is how they draw you into their emotional orbit. And for those of us, sometimes we get trapped and we just keep spinning around. Myinnertorch at gmail.com. I once again, always appreciate your comments, suggestions, And of course, I always thank you for your listening or listenership and support. Be well, and whatever you do, be good. This is my inner torch. 